Yes, you know the vibe. We are back for the next topic on today's show, and it's going down on Sunday. We talking conference championship games. We talking the Bengals. We talking the Chiefs. We talking the Fox Purdy 49ers. We talking the Jalen Hurts, Philadelphia Eagles. It's going down. We're going to make some predictions here on today's show. We're going to start with the second game here, okay, because it's going down the quarterback battle. You know we got to talk about that. Well, Joe Burrow, before and know against Patrick Mahomes after Sunday's AFC Championship game. Zayda, Mike is yours. You know, real quick before I make my take, please like and subscribe for all the up-to-date content. We're, we, we're slinging shows left and right, slinging content left and right. Please don't miss anything. If you do, like, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a question, something you may want to answer, something you may have. It's, all ideas are great ideas. Nothing's a dumb question. But now on to Joe Burrow. It looks like Joe Burrow will be 4-0 against Patrick Mahomes. Now, Patrick Mahomes' high ankle sprain does mean you're getting a less version of Patrick Mahomes. Now, does that mean he'll be able to apply pressure on it? Of course. Now, I don't know how far he's able to throw on one foot. I don't know if he's able to go 40, 50 yards down the field on one foot. He likes to – He likes to. Um, be able to move around the pocket. I don't know if he'd be able to with that high ankle sprain. He's only one week removed. I don't know how mobile this guy will be on one week removed. He may be bionic, man. He may be able to do everything that I wasn't able to see last week. But it looked pretty bad when he had that injury. He was hopping around on one foot. I don't know if he was walking on a boot all week. I don't know if he's been applying pressure on his ankle all week. And sometimes rest on a, on a high ankle sprain could also be a recipe for disaster when you're trying to put apply pressure on it, when you're trying to do more than you what you can on a football field nonetheless, in Arrowhead nonetheless. It's going to be interesting to see. I think Joe Burrow is ready to take his heart out, snatch the hearts out of the Chiefs. Um, He sees an injured animal. He's only going to attack it. He's going to swarm it. And I think Joe Burrow will be dynamic against the Chiefs in that game, and they will head to a back-to-back Super Bowl appearance. Yeah, I mean, look, I know the way how this question is worded is really dedicated to talk about the quarterbacks here. And in all fairness, these are the top three quarterbacks in the NFL. But to me, the two most important people on this field is actually the defensive coordinators for both teams. Right. I'm going to go with my guy, Lou. Bengals defensive coordinator. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. That's why I say Lou. If I don't know how to pronounce it, I'm just not even going to try. I'm not about to make myself look foolish here on the show. I'm just going to go by Lou because he made it do what it do. Last week against Josh Allen, disguising coverages and blitzes, he confused Josh Allen. Josh Allen went back to school, bro. My man's went back to college. Trigonometry. Okay, well, that's high school. But you know what I mean. He went back to biology. He was in class like, what the hell am I seeing? You know that meme? Where you've seen the pyramids and you've seen everything in the math. He was like, oh, my God, I'm seeing too much here. They confused Josh Allen. He could do that here. Matter of fact, this was the same game last year in the AMC Championship game last year that made Mahomes look like a shell of himself. He was like, we never seen Mahomes look like that. So if they can do that, he's on one leg. My man is on one leg. Bring the blitz, disguise the blitz, drop back, confuse him. He's a shell of himself. He talking about a high ankle sprain. He ain't Superman. He ain't God. Okay, so he's hopping on one leg. They should be able to get to Mahomes, confuse him at the line, and win on that side of the ball. As far as Steve Spagnuolo, the defensive coordinator for the Chiefs, I mean, let's face it. What is the biggest weak link of the Bengals? O-line. Even though they played well last week, it still remains the O-line. 
Bring the blitz. See if you could disrupt the explosive plays down the field by getting to Joe Burrow. And that's why the two most important plays to me, well, not plays, but two most important people on the field is both defensive coordinators. But who do I think is going to have a better day? It's going to be my man, Lou. He going to make it do what it do. Consider it two in a row. They going to Super Bowl the Bengals. I like them 27 to 24. I like that score. Um, I'm actually going uh 30 to 17. Uh, Bengals. I think the like you stated, the blitz is gonna be important for both teams. I think the Bengals will send more blitz, seeing if Josh, I mean, if Patrick Mahomes can move out the pocket on a bad angle. They're gonna they want to put pressure on him and apply pressure as much as possible. Anticipate Andy Reid to have Patrick Mahomes play out the shotgun more often, actually, if not the entire game, so that he's at, he has ample time to see where everybody is is every play is coming from. I don't think the play action is gonna be um a strength. This game, because if he, he's not able to move, he's not able to move out the pocket, he's going to have to make quick throws. And a lot of those throws will be short passes. So anticipate the blitz happening and a lot of three and out to happen for the Chiefs. Um, I think, you know, Patrick Mahomes has shown us they uh, not a year in, year out. He makes the impossible possible. And don't get me surprised if something happens where he's just showing that he's just a man amongst boys as a quarterback. I think this is going to be a very great game. I want to say it's high scoring, but right now my gut is telling me that the Bengals defense is going to show out in this game and i know for sure if the Bengals win we're going to come on here monday and we're going to say what we already said on the last show joe burrow is that cat joe burrow is the number one quarterback in the league because how can we not say it four no two in a row in playoffs against Mahomes. what are we doing here but if for whatever reason and it's possible like you said like i won't be shocked if Mahomes win, then now we have a very interesting conversation that can go either way. And I won't argue against it being either way. But let's move on to the next game here. We got a, we got a second game. And it's actually the first game, theoretically. The Eagles, the 49ers, it's going down. Cousin ain't here to um, predict this game. We all know he's an Eagles fan. But Zay, is Cousin going to come back on this show on Monday upset? Or is he going to be a happy camper? Does my guy, Brock Purdy, does his improbable run come to an end against the Eagles? The mic is yours. You know, before we got on air, I said I was on the fence on on either team. Me too. Because even right now, I'm still on the fence. And I'm going to talk my I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say why. And then I'm going to talk my, my way through it. Um, Both quarterbacks have something to prove in this game. Uh, Brock Purdy is proving that he could be the starter of a, of a dynamic offense, that he could push their teams past the limits of the quarterback position being Mr. Irrelevant. And he's uh, they're showing that he deserved to be higher drafted and also deserving of a starting spot for the 49ers for the foreseeable future. He's the franchise guy. On the other hand, Jalen Hurts is trying to prove the stigma that he is a serious quarterback. He's a quarterback that deserves more respect. Um, even beyond being the MVP candidate, he got a lot of flack last year for a lot of things that wasn't his issue, wasn't his fault with a new coach, Nick Sirianni, not knowing how to um, properly play him and allow him to be the quarterback that he is. Both quarterbacks have something to prove here. Um, either one, even either quarterback that goes to the Super Bowl out of these two teams make history. They, they prove something. They show that is more on the line than just their teams going to the Super Bowl. Their careers essentially are on the line with a loss either way. I think, and personally, I, I said before the season that the team that's going to the Super Bowl out the NFC will be coming out the NFC West, and I'm stick to that that uh that 
prediction. I'm going with the 49ers to beat the Eagles in Philadelphia. I think the 49ers defense has shown us year in, year out. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is. We are going to go too far. And I think, you know, when we look at what the Eagles have done throughout the season, very impressive. They had an amazing season. They have yet to play a defense that is as dynamic, as brutal, as intelligent as the San Francisco 49ers. And they're going to see that in Philadelphia coming Sunday. I think Brock Purdy is going to play his game. He's going to do what he can do best. He's going to play the his his risk, uh, not risk-free because it's definitely not risk-free. He's going to play this risky football, but it's going to pay dividends. Um, I think the big uh, plays are going to be coming from Debo, McCaffrey, and Elijah Mitchell in the backfield. And it's going to be one of those grind games. It's going to be very low scoring. It's not going to be a high dynamic game. I had a couple Eagles fans tell me that the Eagles are going to give them 34 points. And I'm like, I don't see that happening. So I want the score to be, I'm going to say the score is going to be 17-14 San Francisco 49ers in a very gritty, grinded out game to the very end. It's not going to be a pretty game. Both quarterbacks are going to struggle. And it's not going to be a knock on both quarterbacks. These are two dynamic teams. It's just the 49ers defense is legit. And I think it's they're going to showcase that in the NFC Championship. Man, when I tell you this game right here is 50-50, I want to hear some 50 cent after the show, bro. That's how 50-50 this game is. Man, I'm going back and forth in my mind because the reality is these are the two most talented teams in the NFC. There's no accident why these two teams are playing on Sunday. Right? You look at the last two years, the teams that won the Super Bowl the last two years were the most talented teams in football. The Buccaneers with Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, right? Before these guys lost a step, they were in their prime still, right? They won the Super Bowl. Tom Brady, right? Gronkowski last year, Matthew Stafford. Um, You got, you know, other guys, Cooper Cup. I mean, Odell Beckham Jr. So much talent on the football field. And sometimes talent wins championships. And we have to be honest about that. Like, I understand the X's and O's are very important, but talent wins championships. And that's what it comes down to as my niece is, is coming down here. But I'm going to wind things up, right? I think for me, this game is very interesting because talent for talent, these two teams have it. You talk about Debo. You talk about CMC. You talk about Brandon Ayuk. You talk about um, Jalen Hurts. You talk about Dallas Goddard. You talk about A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. He's another guy that nobody really talks about like that. And he's been doing it, making it do what it do the second half of the season. But I think for me, a lot of people talked about how Brock Purdy looked last week in the playoffs, right? They said, oh, this guy looks like a rookie, right? You know, and he did. But I think it was more so Kyle Shanahan looked like Mr. 28 to 3. Let's be real here. He's a guy that went real conservative. You talk about the game last week. I mean, they down 63 on the Dallas 29-yard line with three minutes left to go in halftime, okay, before halftime. They opted to kick a field goal. It's fourth and two. 29-yard line, they opted to kick the field goal, not to mention that clock management on that drive was, what are you doing? So conservative. It's like the bigger the moment, the more conservative Cal Shanahan gets. And that's why, forget the quarterbacks, forget the talent. The biggest question for me is can Cal Shanahan overcome his demons in a game like this? Okay, can he be the one? A lot of people talk about Jimmy. There's no Jimmy G to put the blame on on Monday, y'all. We are not tossing it to Jimmy G. Oh, what did Jimmy G do? 
Remember that. He's not playing in this game. So there's nobody to deflect the blame to. Kyle Shanahan, you got to eat all that up. Okay, you gave remember Jimmy G gave you a 10 point lead in the Super Bowl two years ago. Remember that Jimmy G gave you a lead in the NFC Championship game last year. It's not him. He wasn't there when y'all blew 28 to 0 against my Patriots in the Super Bowl. He wasn't there. There's no Jimmy G to deflect the blame. And missing 28 to 3 is all on you, my guy. Can you exercise your demons? We all know you can craft for offense. We all know you're the quarterback guru. But can you not be the quarterback voodoo and mess them up? Or are you going to coach yourself to a victory and coach a team to a Super Bowl? Or are you? We're going to find out. I don't think so. I'm going with the Eagles to win this game. Okay, at home. All right? Listen, I've been shorting the Eagles all year long. I've been showing them all year long. I'm like, yo, show me something. Show me. And they kept showing me. I'm like, competition? Hey, what the hell is this? Look at your resume, bro. I'm supposed to be hyped. I kept showing them, showing them, showing them. Last week, I picked the Giants to beat them. It's time for me. To give them their jurisdiction due. They didn't get here by accident, folks. They didn't get here by accident, folks. And they're going to show me that. And as much as I want the 49ers to win this game, because I do. I like the 49ers. They have talent. But I'm going to tell you this. There's going to be a lot of questions come Monday when they lose. Is Bob Purdy the answer? Do we give Tom Brady a his owl? Okay, a his owl? Do we call him? I think so. Who knows? But I'm going with the Eagles to win this game. I agree it's going to be low scoring, but at the same time in the middle, 24 to 21, I'm going with the Eagles. And you know what? <laughs> I might change my mind later on in the day. That's how close this game is to me, and who knows what I really think come Sunday. You know, you made excellent points, and I just want to also touch base on Nick Sirianni is a guy who makes the, the, the gutsy plays. He he, risk, he makes a lot of risky plays, and I think that's something that maybe wake up Kyle Shanahan. He's like, all right, well, he's going to do some risky plays. I'm going to do something as well because conservative, conservativeness has yet to pay dividends in the playoffs for any team. You know, it's, it's going to be something interesting to see. You have too much talent to play conservative. You have to show your brass. You have to show that we're a team that's going to the Super Bowl, not a team trying to make the Super Bowl, and that's something that Kyle Shanahan needs to really uh, decide the night of on the tomorrow night, actually, going into the playoffs on, on Sunday. And look, the 49ers, they got to stop the RPOs, man. That's a dish. The Eagles, man, they want them RPOs to an effect. You're talking about 12 read option touchdowns this season. You combine the RPO ability and the fact that they can run the football with the running backs. Listen, man, it's going to be a hard task, both sides. And, and it's crazy because both sides could beat each other at their own game. The 49 is like, we can run the football, too. We got CMC, man. We got Elijah Mitchell, man. We can run the football, too. We can keep Hurst on the bench, too. Oh, you got A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. Well, we got Debo and Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle in the middle. Your Dallas Goddard is our George Kittle. <laughs> Defense, what's up? We went all in defensively, the Eagles. Well, guess what? We got Fred Warren over here and um, Nick Bosa. You know what I'm saying? Like, this, this game, man, I'm telling you, bro. I'm going back and forth. I know I made a decision, but I'm listen. My final decision will really come Monday. I mean Sunday before the game kicks off. That's how close it is. And one more point that I want to make before I end here on my take and say if you have any last words. If not, we out of here. I will say this: um, Brock Purdy he has not played on the road other than two times this year. Two times he played on the road or West Coast. This is first game on the East Coast. Okay, you talking about true playoff road game? They were home the last two games. He's a rookie in his first road hostile environment game, East Coast, 
in the playoffs, three o'clock. We got to see how he adapts to that as well. Um, hey man, like and subscribe to the new content, man. We had an explosive episode today. Please enjoy the festivities all throughout the weekend. A lot of basketball, a lot of football this weekend. Enjoy it. Um, hey, if you have a comment, you have you want to you want to have pitch an idea, like, subscribe, send those comments in each video. We would love to hear from the fans. We love to hear from anybody who wants to be a part of the show. Definitely, man, it was always a great time, Lil. But also, everyone, please love the show. Absolutely. Love the show. Hate the show. I don't care. Like and subscribe to the channel to be notified of any new uploaded content that we have coming your way. And Zay, I'm looking forward to Monday because it's going down. Peace out, my guy.